0: It's time for The Big Show with Andy Gallo and Country Jim. I want to welcome everybody to another podcast. And uh, Country Jim, how are you doing?
1: Well, I'm really, I'm doing good, especially when we're having Kenny Snow on the Man, podcast. Man, I'm
0: going to tell you, I met got a chance to meet Kenny Snow uh, in church, actually. Yeah. Kenny Snow was in church. Yeah. Uh, how many years ago was that, Kenny? That was quite a while ago, wasn't it?
2: Oh Lord, let's see here. Oh, uh, probably maybe maybe five or six years ago.
0: Uh, something like that. That sounds about right.
1: Well, sure. I met him. How with... y'all doing? Good, All good, in man. In.
2: How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here in Tennessee. Hmm. What I... part of Tennessee are you in? Paris. I'm in Western Tennessee, a little little town called Paris, huh. like France. We we got our own apple tire here. So... <laughs> it's a beautiful little place. We're close to the Tennessee River and Kentucky Lake, and it's uh, it's just a great little place to, to raise a family.
1: Yeah. And Hank Williams Jr. lives right there, also, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, he lives down 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 on the lake. I want uh, you to on, and, later
1: uh, later in the podcast. I want you to tell about knowing him and your daughter's being. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Right. So, right. so where did you yeah. uh, where did you grow up at? Right there. Well, I grew up. I grew up right here, and you know, uh, in in this little town that had about I don't know, maybe thirty thousand people in it, in the county. Um, and my mother and dad. Um, my dad was a carpenter. My mother, she she stayed at home for a long time. I had three older brothers, so there's four of us boys.
3: Mm. You
2: know, Lord, I don't have my poor mother. And got through it uh, with all of us but uh, musical family my mother and daddy played uh, my mother, mother played guitar daddy sang but they had the be- most beautiful harmony
3: mm-hmm.
2: and then all the boys would get together and, and uh, uh, me and one, one of my brothers played more than any of the other two but but uh, we sang together sound like the Gatlin brothers mm-hmm. I mean we had a great great time growing up, you know, and, and, uh, loving family and, and, uh, my dad, he was a carpenter, built houses and, and, uh, hard worker, you know, we didn't have very much, but, but it was, a uh, it was, a uh, it was a great, great life. My mother, my daddy used to just haul me everywhere in the country to play music and sing, you know, mm-hmm. that was, that was just a wonderful part of growing up.
1: And your mother brought, she uh, bought you a little manline there?
2: Yeah. Back back uh I don't know, This probably I was probably maybe four or five. Uh we had some friends that we live uh just about fifteen miles maybe south of the Kentucky state line in West Tennessee. We went down there to visit some of her relatives and uh I you know as a little boy, four or five, you get in there walking around snooping into stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I seen something up on the bed. And I I got down up on there and looked and it was a kind of a teardrop looking case and I pulled that thing out and opened it up and it was an old A model Gibson mantle And Anyway, I got that thing out and got to looking at it and anyway my my mother's cousin came in there and saw me and I thought, oh Lord, I'm in trouble now, you know. <laughs> and uh, but uh, he got down on the floor with me and showed me and played a couple things. Anyway, that's kind of got me. Kind of got me interested in it. And so my mother worked at a little old factory that made electronic parts. She made uh, 40, I think she brought home $48 a week.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, um, what year would that uh, been? Let's see. It would probably have been maybe 59, mm-hmm. maybe 1959 or so, maybe 60 yeah. in that time frame. <clears throat> anyway, um, and uh, there was a fellow in town that had a, uh, his name was Robert Hart, and he played mandolin. Anyway, he had an old famous mandolin. This mandolin is kind of kind of a semi-taterbug type mandolin. It's got, a, it's got a big wide body on it, but it's got beautiful wood in the back. It's made in Germany. That's right. and, anyway, he had a mandolin, and Mother bought it. I found out about it, and she bought that mandolin for me paid $50 now. She brought home $48 a week. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we didn't have anything much. and But that's how I got started, and I still have that mandolin. And it, it, I literally, you know, back then, we didn't know nothing about how to set up an instrument. Mm-hmm. And uh, the strings was way high off the fretboard. And I had to really mash hard to make the cords. I mean, I, I literally wore holes down in between the frets from trying to that thing. Right. you know, I didn't know how to set the thing up, mm. uh, but but anyway, that's 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 how I got started playing in that in that area. And there was a lot of people uh, in this part of the country that some famous people that that lived in this area. I'll give you an example: one down there in that area was uh, Jackie D. Shannon,
3: mm.
2: and uh, Jack. You know, her actual name was uh, Sharon Lee Myers you know she's the one that had the song a uh, big hit uh what the world needs now and put a little love in your heart anyway my uncle alvis who lived in perrier tennessee there was a gentleman who lived next to him named Tink myers he was related to to jackie de shannon or, or her like i said her original name is sharon lee myers mm-hmm. anyhow her and then other people that come through that area. Another person that my, my uncle was, a, by the way, my uncle Alvis Wall was a great fiddle player mm-hmm. and he was sheriff of Henry County here at one time. And, uh, but he, when I was little, we'd go, he would be campaigning like for a governor or something. And I'd go with him and play on, on the front door, front porches of old, old, uh, playing on porches of old school of schools and and stores and stuff out in the county and it was a interesting life and Uncle Albus was a great fiddle player. But another person that comes through there front to Jim was old uh Brady Hart. Ah. Uh yeah, Brady Hart. Uh you know, easy loving. Uh, my God, he's no there's no telling how many hits. Yeah. Well him and Uncle Albus were <laughs> friends. Um uh, I think his name was actually Frederick Seacrest. Huh. Uh, you know, he ended up, he was from Alabama, but he, I don't know what he was doing up here, uh, but he'd been in the service. And mm-hmm. uh, he might've been in the service with Uncle Elvis's yeah son. I, I can't remember now, but was he... he ended up out in California, you know. And, and Yeah. He was and, part and, of the yeah. Bakersfield you know, Sound at uh, one time. I'll oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. He... And you know, he talked. He, you know, he actually taught uh, uh, like judo or something to the police department out there. He was, wow. a, he was like a black belt karate guy. Hmm,
3: that's uh, interesting. But
2: a lot of those people, <laughs> but a lot of those people, yeah, but a lot of those people came through here, you know, this part of the country and uh, in the, in that same area down there. Byron Gallimore, who was a dear friend of mine, who's a, you know kind of found Tim McGraw and uh, Joe D. Messina. Mm-hmm. Me and Byron. Byron's a great musician and singer. He he uh, he's a producer. He went to work down there for Pride Publishing Company and and ended up with James Stroud uh, down there recording and as a producer and you know uh, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, he was. There's a lot of people come out of this part of the country.
1: Mm-hmm. What about the uh What about the country comedian uh Wilson? Wasn't he from around there?
2: Oh yeah. Oh. Wow, I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, Bun Wilson. Yeah, Bun Wilson. Uh, uh, he uh, he was in that same area down there around Purrier, Tennessee. Yeah, Bun. was he was on the uh, uh, mm-hmm. Ernest Tubb show mm-hmm. yep. on TV? It was a it was a syndicated television show. Yeah, yes. he was kind of like a comedian on there. Yes, uh, but Bun played the fiddle and he's a great dancer. Uh, too, and then he was he was on that hayride over there. What was that at, Jim?
0: Louisiana hayride.
2: And, yeah, Louisiana hayride or somewhere up in in there. Uh, and but he was on the he, he was he was with Ernest Tub on the road and everything else. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, he he was right here. From, he was from the same area.
1: Yeah, you know, I could have um, Kenny. I could have been a country comedian because you didn't really have to be funny.
2: Well, no. There you go. Well, no. Well, that's and that's well, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he but he had a skit where he, it was called um, and I know Country Jim. You'll remember this, but uh, called A Barnyard Shuffle. Yeah. Mm. And uh, and uh, it, it was a song about he'd be uh, be out there in the field dancing or something and step in something you know it was it was, it was funny as could be yeah but, yeah but
1: yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. so Kenny I? i
2: don't know I, you know go ahead
1: yeah you got to be a you got to be a, a a young young uh teen and post-teen guy playing with a a really good bluegrass band uh and you you guys really had some success uh there's still recordings i think of t- tell me about that band
2: was it Flintwater creek or yeah that's right uh, well, they were uh, there was three of those guys and they were out of West Kentucky and and uh, um, they had was was going to re- record an album, which we ended up recording it at the Sound Farm. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, at the Sound Emporium in Nashville for uh, Billy Cheryl.
1: Yes, uh, mm-hmm.
2: not 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 the not the Billy Sherrill. Oh, the other
1: Billy Sherrill. Oh, the other one.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's two Billy Sherrills there. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: uh, younger Billy Sherrill. Uh, and uh, uh, anyway, Norris, his brother, was our guitar player, and we ah. we we played we played all. Uh, we went. I tell you what really kicked us off was we went to a showcase over in Missouri, and uh, we're sitting over there, and. Playing for all these people that different colleges came there that were going to hire people to play at their universities and stuff.
3: Yeah.
2: And uh, my God, we got all kind of mm-hmm. bookings out of that yeah. deal over there. We're sitting there. I'm sitting there listening to this beautiful singing, beautiful harmony in the room next to us. Uh, that they're on the Grand Ole Opera now, that sing the uh, sing all the Western music. Oh, um, that. Yeah, um, riders in the sky. There you go. That's it was riders in the sky over there. <laughs> you know, before they were anybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, by God, was- their harmony was just, yeah, yeah, great. It was great. Yeah. Anyway, we got a lot of a lot of work out of that, and you know, played all up all all across the country and at all these universities, and mm-hmm. and uh, it was a, it was a wonderful wonderful time. We recorded that album there in Nashville and, and, uh, and it, it's, it, um, you know, it was a, it was an LP. And then, um, 25 years later, I guess 25 years later, the banjo player, he had passed away. We put it, put a CD out, put that on CD, baby. I think we had, seemed like it, I don't know, I think we had, a thousand or three thousand copies put it out there and in about two months it was sold out wow. that's great The people all those university people <clears throat> you know remembered that and probably some of them still had old lps of that mm. <laughs> anyway
1: that's, uh, um, so kenny when you were in high school uh, you took a, you had an interest in flying and you went out to the little airport there in paris and uh, started getting your uh pilot's license what 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 caused you, uh, what piqued your interest about flying and wanting to fly an airplane?
2: Well, my, my, uh, I'm glad you asked that question because my brother, Jerry, my oldest brother, he wasn't a pilot, but he was with the, the Thunderbirds, the air force. He retired out of the air force. He was with their ground support crew for
3: Hmm.
2: like two tours and travel all over the world. And they'd send me pictures of them, you know, and, um, uh, flying and, and, and on the ground and doing all those shows. It was a, it was a heck of a presentation, you know. Mm-hmm. I know you've probably seen some of it on TV.
3: Yeah. <clears throat>
2: anyway, that kind of inspired me. And, um, uh, so I went out there and started working at the airport. And I was playing music on the weekend, but I'd work out there every chance I'd get and try to build time. And I had an old 48, uh, uh, 1948 Willis Jeep, and I drove to high school. <laughs> so I ended up giving the guy at the airport to finish up my private pilot. So I got my private pilot license when I was wow. a senior in high school. So I graduated in 1970. Yeah. And, uh, and so, and so I just, that's just the passion I've had. I've probably got 16 different flight ratings and fly about anything that wow. will go in the air. Yeah. <laughs> What would you rather do? Would you rather um,
0: but, fly a helicopter or would you rather fly, uh, an airplane?
2: I think I'd like helicopters better. I've owned five. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like the helicopters a lot. So, yeah. um,
1: so, uh, so Kenny, get, your journey as a pilot, how did the Paris funeral home help you out?
2: <laughs> well, you know, that uh, we, we'd do anything to get to some flight hours. And, and uh, uh, there's many, many times, I don't know how many times, but a lot of them, I'd, somebody would die out of town and we'd fly, you know, a single engine airplane, uh, take all the seats out, the right front seat and the bulkhead in the back. And, and, uh, and we'd pick these people up. They weren't in the casket, they'd just on a stretcher.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, you know, <laughs> just in, in a bag, in a bag with a, <laughs> you, you know, know, strapped on that stretcher. Well, you got to. Uh, of course, mm. it didn't bother it didn't bother me much, but much. but uh, there was two funeral homes here, or main funeral. Well, actually, there was three, and uh, and then but but I'd build time. You know, I'd go I'd do anything to fly to get build my flight hours. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was flying over, went up to, I think Racine, Wisconsin, one time, and I was coming back and. And, uh, it was at night and the weather wasn't too good. And, uh, I had a body in there and, uh, something big the biggest, as noise I ever heard in my life scared me to death. I, I thought the motor blowed up. I kept looking, you know, at the gauges, trying to figure out what happened. And I was, didn't, didn't know it till I got on the ground back in Paris that, that I hit a goose. Now you, oh, I didn't know this, the geese fly at night. Too. Mm. And, uh, and, I hit hit the leading edge of the wing and, and knocked a big bin of all kind of crap up there, you know. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Where it that if it hit the windshield, it probably killed it. Wow. Um, it, would that uh, would that probably rate, anyway.
0: Would that probably rate up there as the most scariest time that you've uh, flying?
2: Uh. uh the... Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, wow. I, I believe that'd be right. Be right
1: there <laughs> so so kenny um uh, i i don't i know a lot about your journey and uh, i love you and hearing about your journey both but uh i don't know much about the decision to go to florida becoming a florida highway patrol and playing music in florida i had that come yeah. about?
2: well uh i had uh i had worked some in the sheriff's office and uh here and then ended up going down there uh, in the seventies, earlier seventies. And
1: um, now, were you doing some uh, flying? Some flying with the sheriff's yeah, department?
2: Well, no, I, I was actually hired as a pilot for the Florida Patrol. But I, while I while I was down there, um, I had I was playing a lot of music, and uh, uh, I played with a guy named Chubby Anthony and Paul Timber. Uh, who was a, actually one of the original fiddle players with the Ralph and Carter's family back years ago, mm, yeah. and I know Jim knows Chubby, but that, uh, yeah. and we got great friends that knew Chubby Anthony, but yeah. but uh, but I, I I I you know did once went to work there uh I had an uncle and aunt live down there in uh, uh, Clearwater, and mm. uh, and so I just applied, you know for that highway patrol job and and went to work down there for a while, Um and then played with a lot of a lot of people. Went to a lot of festivals with Chubby and you know it was uh it was. I'd, I'd every time, every chance I'd get off, I'd go you know be playing somewhere. Wow! Yeah, I, pl- I played with a guy that had a syndicated radio television uh, uh, program down there, Tom Henderson. Oh, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. It was he was a great guy, and he and I, he had a band, and I played a lot with Tom. Also, yeah.
1: yes, one of my musician friends that played with me uh, before he, I was living in Kentucky, and he came up and played banjo for me in Kentucky. But he had played banjo with uh, Tom Henderson there in the ta- Tampa area. Yeah,
2: I know him. I know. I know who you're talking about, Bonnie the boy. Yeah,
1: Kenny. Uh, uh, then, so then you decided to go to Alaska. Yeah was, well, a, some was some the before, law looking but, for but, you? <laughs> and you,
2: <laughs> you know what? Isn't that crazy? You go from one end of the country to the next. Yeah, but, mm, man. But I had one, when when uh, I had some friends that was working up there, and, um, um, and the the money was really good <laughs> up there working in the. And the corporate security stuff with a transatlantic pipeline and all of that. And, uh, but prior before I went up there, uh, you know, in the seventies, I ran into a band called Red, White, and Bluegrass in Nashville. And their lead singer was a lady by the name of Ginger Boatwright. And oh my God, I just fell in love with them and played down there. They, they played a lot at the exit in and places with, with people like Norman Blake and, you know, uh, uh, all, uh, different uh, great musicians. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was backstage one time there. Uh, uh, me and a friend of mine went there and I knew every song they did. I had my mentally with me. And, uh, <laughs> Jim, you'll appreciate this. And, and, uh, Norman Blake was there and Norman had written a song called uh nine years waltz and um and ginger said well y'all do y'all have your instruments let said, go yeah I'll play. well i said yeah i want to know every song y'all do and he said, "Well, get get your instruments out and play a song for it so i got, got the instruments out and steve with my buddy steve Clark, was playing guitar so i did this song called nine years waltz a song that norman wrote and uh they were just amazed and norman says my God, what key are you playing that in? I said, I'm playing in F sharp minor. <laughs> he said, Well, why are you playing it in that key? I said, Well, I learned that song on an eight track cassette and it was dragon. He said, well, <laughs> well I did that song and he said I did that song he said I did that song in G minor. I said, Well, that'd have been a lot easier. You know, <laughs> uh, and uh,
3: yeah, yeah, and
2: and, and sure. it's funny because that, that song I won the state Championship nineteen seventy eight. Wow, playing that song. I mean that's and, good. At Tennessee the state convention but, So you were Tennessee
1: yeah. State champion on the Madeline and Texas State champion on the Madeline Two thousand
2: twelve. Yeah. Texas,
1: wow. Yeah. You can yeah.
2: moved up there to Alaska. Uh, you were ask me about that. Did you have another question for you? Was asking about Alaska?
1: Yeah. Well, we're yeah. We've got uh, back on the big sandy keyed up here. You playing it at uh, Hickory Hollow with the Bordertown Ramblers. We were going to play that over the air uh, at some point. I don't know, now or later.
0: Uh, we can do it now, but I was going to ask the question, though. T- let's talk about the Bordertown Ramblers just a little bit before we play this and, and talk about that song that we're going to play, The Big Sandy. And yeah, I think you wrote that. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, yeah that's correct.
0: You, you know, no, when, I, uh, when, you,
1: when you and I would be in the band together and I would, uh, I would announce that song, I would say something like, because uh, now that uh, people say who who wrote you just said that he wrote it. I did, and I would say, well, he never wrote anything down. Here's a song that he made up, and uh, we're going to play it for you. Yeah,
2: yeah. Jim used to say, well, he, he never he never wrote this; wrote it up his head. <laughs> <laughs> Now,
0: who were yeah. the who were the border town ramblers?
2: Oh, Robbie uh, Nichols and. Um, uh, ben.
1: The bass um, player. Ben, the bass player.
2: Bass player. Benny. Yeah, Ben, the bass player. Benny Ball. Um, and um, Jordan. Oh, uh, the banjo player. Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Jordan played banjo. Yeah. Great musician. And,
1: and, and great Kenny musicians. Snow on
0: Mandolin. Yes.
2: Right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
0: Hey, we're going to go ahead and play that song right now. So let's listen to it. Okay. Right okay. One, two, three. It's Bordertown Ramblers. Well, what a great song. Big Sandy and uh we've got Kitty Stowe on the show right now. He wrote that, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Just to now, let I everybody once again let everybody know that he wrote it. Give him credit for it there.
1: He never wrote anything. He made it up. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: made up my head. <laughs> hey. Yeah. So yeah. Kenny,
1: uh I've got the studio cut of that. You you guys recorded a a gr- great album. Um but uh, you know me; I'm so limited. I didn't know how to get it from the CD onto the podcast. Uh,
0: but that was at a place
1: where you and I played a lot at the Hickory Hollow, wasn't it? Hickory Hollow oh, yeah. Barbecue mm-hmm. down in the house. Yeah. 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 You know, Kenny. One. Yeah, you were from uh, you were from Henry County, and I was from Gibson County in Tennessee, kind of adjacent counties. And it, what's interesting to me is that uh, we never met until you moved to Houston. But uh, we we could have met, uh, when you talked about Ginger and Nashville. Is that, is that called a happenstance? Happenstance. That was yeah. a
0: happenstance. I, yeah.
1: I like polysyllabic words. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I was in Nashville one time telling my story about Ginger. Uh, and I went to hear her maybe at the station inn. Uh, there was an all-women bluegrass band f- that she was in for a while. I think they were just playing for funsies, but it was uh, Ginger on guitar and Allison Brown on banjo and uh, Ingrid Fowler on fiddle, and I don't remember who the bass player was. But all women—they uh, actually—they oh. the, uh, call themselves the Bushwhackers, and uh, yep. a- and after the after the gig. Uh, we went to, we went to Ingrid and, uh, Ingrid's husband was Bob Fowler who played guitar for Monroe, Bill Monroe, but we went to, uh, her apartment. They invited me to come along and we had a big, had a big jam. So if it had happened to have been the same night, well, we would have met then. Mm.
2: Her daddy was Woody Herman.
0: Oh, wow. Well, that's a scoop. Wow! Wow! Ingrid Paul
2: wow. is dead. It was Woody Harmon. Man. Oh yeah, I played with her. You know what? It's, it's, people wasn't making any money in Nashville then, and I, I'd book a job here in town somewhere at <laughs> the VFW or something, and she'd come up and play for seventy-five dollars. You know, drive from Nashville up here. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a it was a amazing. She was a great great fiddle player. Uh,
1: yeah, they role. were all. The, but, I, yeah. I played a gig at Cedar Grove one time there pretty, that's pretty close to you. Uh, And uh, Jimmy Campbell, a great bluegrass fiddle player came out and uh, played with me and brought his family. Uh, So, uh, so what'd you do in Alaska?
2: Well, I went up there and and, uh, worked in the corporate security up there. uh, And uh, I was over the helicopter security program on the Trans-Alaska Pipeline. That's where I still got started up there. But I spent 25 years while I was up there this is just the weirdest thing. I ran into Ginger Boat Ride up there. Mm. Well, she married a man from up there and then we got to playing together and we had a band, it was just Ginger Boat Ride and the Sipsy River Band um, um, and um, uh, we played a lot you know different places and festivals which were primarily during the summertime which was pretty short up there uh in alaska but uh i just love ginger Uh, yes she is just a great she's a great talent and and people you talk about an underrated band that, that 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 red white and bluegrass back in the 70s was just a killer band wow um They were on. um, I'm trying to think of the record label they were. Was it was it United
1: Artists? I thought it was United Artists. No, 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 no. It was one of those kind of
2: uh, obscure, like Norman Blake and them were on it. Um, Can't think of name of it. You'd know what it was. I can't remember it now. But, but, uh, but anyway. But we had a great friendship, and and uh, I just I just thank the world of her um and um uh, uh a guy my uh oh uh, the the bass the bass player um and his and his dad his dad played banjo mm-hmm. uh Dan booth Dan played he was he was with uh, Frank stolen and dirty kitchen mm-hmm. they just they they won entertainers bluegrass entertainers i think uh musicians of the year or something about I don't know, five or six years ago. Um, uh, it's a uh, uh, Bluegrass Awards. Um, Kenny, as you know, they were great musicians.
1: Yeah. As you know, Andy and I are in the Houston, Texas area. And uh, uh, ironically, we just lost uh, a great fiddle player and musician here, Keith Juno. And he, oh, yeah. he was on episode 39, I think of our, our was, yes. uh, <laughs> podcast and some of uh, his dear friends are, are reposting that. And uh, actually uh, he oh, I also,
2: played with, I he played with him before.
1: Yeah. I wanted you to say, uh, did he ever play with ginger?
2: Uh, I think he may, he may have at some point in time. He played a lot. He lived up there in Anchorage. So, I mean, he, he played with a lot of different people, but he was, I think he played more. You know, he was more into playing the country. I think music yes. primarily. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, but we played. I played. I played at the Sullivan Reno with him up there uh, on some gig. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what it was now. Um, so you would say, but,
0: uh, Kenny, that you're more uh, a bluegrass guy, but would, would you, have you ever entertained the idea or did you ever entertain the idea of playing in a country band?
2: Well, Lord mercy, you know, it's all, you know, back at one oh, point in my time mind. in life, country music and and bluegrass all was kind of mm-hmm. in the same, you know, if any shows that they had on TV or whatever, you know, you might have country and you might have bluegrass. It was all kind of together. It was all part of the same package. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, and I and but I played more uh, country down there in, in Texas when I moved down there and met Jim. Mm-hmm. Uh, my God, we played with some of the finest people in the country down there. Uh, Jim has a knack about getting he some does. of the best musicians in the world down there to yeah. to, to play over. Or, you know, on a 15 minute telephone call. Right.
0: But you know what uh, they say, uh, you know what they say about the, the country all stars, right? What, what is the, what is it they say, Jim, tell them exactly what uh, Leslie said to you yeah. about the country all stars.
1: Well, she, she actually came up with the name for my band, the country all stars. And she said, she said, dad, they are all stars. Mm hmm. And, but she said, I don't know how you get them to play for you as little as you pay.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Used could be a saying the, in the business and show business, too. Don't brag on somebody too much because I'll ask for more money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but, man, that has been such a blessing. I, Kenny, my mind right now is just flooded with gigs that we've played with uh, you and Animal Turner and all, all kind oh, of my Lord. W- wonderful I mean,
2: could you, Lord, have mercy. I, yeah. mean, uh, I mean, my Lord, I'll tell you what. Uh,
1: Kenny, one night we played at this uh, bottom-of-the-barrel joint called aubrey's there's a
2: lot of those out there
1: <laughs> oh and, oh yeah And yeah. Uh, kenny would ride with me and i had my we were in my truck and i had a trailer pulling the equipment and when we would come back we would stop there there was a <laughs> there was a one of these restaurants that has these little Cripple. square little square Cripple. yeah that's right has these little <laughs> square hamburgers Mm, uh, yeah w- what's the name of that chain it's a like a white uh, castle isn't it Cri- this one crystal. was crystal yeah. Bird. Yeah. H- houston had one of them they're big yeah. up north and uh, but uh yeah. so we pull we would play the gig get off at one o'clock and stop by crystals because they were open all night <laughs> and because uh, kenny and i both love those little you know the little those little square hamburgers. Yeah, that, yeah you uh, buy them
0: by the bag, right? Yeah, that's what we yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, it's yeah. the ones where the patty is so thin, there's only one side to it. You can see right through them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> they had a special where we got a dozen of them, mm. and it came with two drink sodas mm-hmm. and two french fries. Yeah. French fries. So we were, we were headed back. We got, our, we got our order, about a dozen of those burgers. And Kenny and I, were, we were scarfing down those burgers. Mm-hmm. And we came to this main intersection, and there was this one, bless his heart, under the bridge person. And so we, I had this great. I was driving, had this great idea. I rolled uh, rolled roll my window down. By the way, I did have roll down windows. <laughs> down. <laughs> and, uh, That's an old <laughs> truck. Maybe. And I reached out there to hand him the French fries, yep. and he said, "I don't like fries." <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know it. We just we should have wrote a song about it. I mean, yeah, it would be good. Could. It was just that was
0: awesome. The man under the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would have been I really mean, good.
2: Uh, That's a true story. And the other thing we used, we'd we always tell is we played uh, uh, Go Texan Day. That was always a big day. Yeah. And uh, we would I we play I played living. three shows. Yeah. Yeah, I played three shows one day. I played with Liz. Um,
1: Tally. Tally, yeah.
2: Liz, Liz uh, yeah, Liz Tally. One show, and then I played two shows with Jim and uh, we played the two different assisted living places we just always tell this story handy <laughs> uh, that well we got through playing and there's one fellow couldn't come listen to us he was not feeling well we'd go back there to his <laughs> room and play a few songs for him and then and then he'd you know and uh, try to help him out a little bit there got ready to play a few songs got ready to leave and shook his hand said sir I hope you get better he said I hope y'all get better too <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah that's one of my
0: favorites that's a good one there that's a good one well, well kenny uh, we do appreciate you being on the show man i tell you what, we're just about out of time here but um it has always been a pleasure well, and it was a it was a pleasure meeting you back when uh, we used to go to the cowboy church up there in new waverly texas and uh, y'all used to play some great stuff up there on stage for sure
2: and uh yeah well i appreciate it man. Well, i'm i'm i'm, I'm, I'm proud of you guys call me uh uh you know i'm I'm proud of a, of a few accomplishments in my life, but I'm more pleased and honored by, you know, I've met some wonderful folks and, yes. and I'm kind of like Jimmy Cass. I've always been the man in back. I've, I've, I, uh, I never wanted to be a <laughs> some guy out front. I just love playing and singing and mm-hmm. I played with some of the most awesome musicians in the country. Um, and I've, I've been really blessed.
1: Well, you are a real blessing on on all of my gigs. Uh, we, you and I, did bluegrass and we did country, and uh, I'd I'd just rather hear you sing an empty glass than anybody I know. He's good.
2: And- <laughs> well, there's a, a I I coined a phrase that I I think that it, I will go down somewhere. I don't know if I hope I don't know if I'll put it on my tombstone or not. But but somewhere <laughs> between the threats and the strains I find peace.
1: Mm, that's wonderful
2: that is so, good
0: that is a real good
1: one but i want us sometime to do another one i want to uh i want you to talk about converting uh guitars to uh snow casters <laughs> 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 and, uh,
0: oh yeah there's a, I bet that's yeah. interesting yeah you have to say the least well and, kenny thank you so well, much for being on the show man we truly appreciate it and uh well, just have yourself okay. a great
2: day bud yeah, love you, Bob. All right, you guys have a blessed day. Love y'all. Uh-huh.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. We've had the pleasure here on The Big Show of having a lot of great guests like Tony Booth, Doug Boggs, Bird Digby, Randy Lindley, Anita Campbell, Wayne Animal Turner, Helen Howie, Kevin Carter. You'll find these episodes on all major podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and so many more. And remember to follow us and share with everybody that you know. We'll see y'all on another one. And we will see y'all on another one. Adios. Thanks for listening to The Big Show with Andy Gallo and Country Jim. This has been a Unicap Media presentation.